Hello, welcome to SJL Daily. I'm Andrea Stevens, and I'm glad to be with you today. The Sea of Galilee sits at almost 700 feet below sea level and is surrounded by mountains. And because of this location and geography, it is prone to sudden violent storms. And you know, life is a lot like this too, isn't it? Let's read together from Mark 4, verses 35 to 41. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is the word of the Lord. Well, those storms like these weren't uncommon. This one must have been out of the ordinary to cause these seasoned fishermen to fear for their lives. They were terrified. And then here we have Jesus, the epitome of not terrified, sound asleep in the stern of the boat. The disciples wake him, and once he's awake, Jesus calms the storm with a word. Not even the wave of his hand, just a word. This was the same voice that spoke creation into existence, that upholds the universe, that makes the enemy flee. His voice has power over everything in the created order. So when he tells the wind and waves to cease, those white caps were replaced with a great calm. Well, what does this tell us about Jesus catching Z's as the waves toss the boat about like a bathtub toy? Ask any insomniac and they'll tell you that sleep is ultimately an act of surrender, a gift from the Lord. We absolutely cannot make ourselves sleep. So Jesus sleeping in this storm paints a powerful picture, not of indifference as the disciples accuse him, but of utter peace, of rest, rest in the goodness of the Father, in the assurance of his purposes, in his glorious love. Jesus asleep shows us rest, not from the storm, but rest in the storm. After Jesus rebukes the wind, he also seems to rebuke his disciples, asking them, where is your faith? In the account of this story in Matthew, we're told that he even calls them by the name, you of little faith. I did a little digging and I found that the title, you of little faith, in most cases was used for his disciples, those closest to Jesus who'd witnessed his compassion and his power firsthand. And I got to say, as someone who struggles with anxiety and fear, that this steps on my toes a little. A dear friend of mine told me that my name, Andrea, means brave one. And most of the time, I feel like anything but brave. I have even jokingly introduced myself. Hello, my name is Ye, Ye of Little Faith. When the waves are crashing all around me, rest can seem completely out of reach. And I wonder how many of us are in the midst of our own storms now, 
that the gales and the breakers have sprung up quickly and they're threatening to capsize us and sweep us away. I think Jesus' call to faith is more than just an admonition for the disciples and their lack of understanding. It's an invitation to a better way, to his better way, the way of rest. When we're afraid, Jesus doesn't shame us or condemn us. The Lord created us with our emotions as a gift, a barometer of sorts, as ways to connect more deeply with him. And though he offers us empathy and compassion, he does long for us to take heart, to simply believe him, to trust him more than what we might feel. He wants and even expects us to take him at his word. And unfortunately, that's easier said than done. Instead of condemning our doubts, Jesus invites us to bring them, our fears and our brokenness, to him like a child might bring a broken toy to her father to fix. He wants more for us than fear and worry. He wants us to trust in the integrity of his love, to know that even in the storm, we're still held by him. The more we know him, the more we'll come to trust him and know that his love is a safe place for us to be. When the winds rage, let's pray for sea legs to be able to call to mind what's true about him, that he is here, he is right here. He loves us fully and completely. He's working good on our behalf, even when we can't see it. He really can be trusted in all things and he has never let us down. He's the God that the wind and the waves obey. He's the God who redeemed us and calls us by name. The God who beckons, come to me and I will give you rest. He's not only with us in the storm, he's actually with us in the boat. And since he can sleep in the tempest, well, maybe with him, we can too. Let's pray together. Lord, Thank you that you are so near and so good and you love us so well. You care when we're being tossed about. And just as you slept in that storm, please, Lord, give us rest in ours. As Scott Erickson says, may we find you, Lord, waiting in the conversation we can only have with you by being in our current situation or storm. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.